Do I have to explain what sex is oh, to you guys? Yes. Right now. On so air. Jude Law comes in. <laughs> <laughs> he does not have an American accent because that's not sex. That's the opposite of sex. Now he's a stranger in your home and the vibe has changed. <laughs> but that's also not how I want his fist inside You don't want him so. to get in them guts? Not that way. <laughs> I didn't say that, Jude Law. I didn't say that. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Oh, yeah. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Oof, oof. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave, Yo. Casey, hey. and Juice. Juice, what is our theme this month? This month, we're going to sit down and watch all movies, anything that has to do with a talking animal. Who right? doesn't love a talking yeah. animal? Look who's talking. We watched a movie this week that made you hate animals in general, and that's hard. <laughs> actually, everything. Everything. Okay. What, what, what did we watch on this episode, Casey? Well, taking after the name of the month, I brought Look Who's Talking Now. No, 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 not the one with Kirstie Alley and John Travolta and the talking baby and... Not the other one with Kirstie Alley and John Travolta and the talking babies. <laughs> but this time, the kids are all grown up, and now the dogs are talking. Look who's talking now. Now. Oh. Look at it now. Oh, now I get it. I had no. Oh, it makes sense. And then there was the fourth one that wasn't passed through, but it was, oh, fuck, the walls are crying. <laughs> and that was like once everybody, the family, like, fell apart and the seventh heaven kids started, you know, like. Smoking glue. I'm not really sure. You just scared the shit out of me <laughs> with the insinuation there's a fourth look who's talking film. And it's in 4D, so you get glue high no, and freak no. out too. It's kind of a cursed movie. Like the I rain. don't want any part of that. I will huff glue to talk to Danny DeVito, though. Is that in the cards? I think you could probably just add him on Twitter. He seems like <laughs> a pretty approachable guy. Just be respectful. All right. He's a goddamn legend. Casey, it's time for you to give us an elevator pitch. Here's your setup. So you were taking a taxi uh, out in the middle of nowhere in upstate New York. And I want to specify when I say taking a taxi, I mean you took it. You <laughs> That's the only way I take taxis. Yeah. I'm not trash. I don't ride in the back. Yeah. Uh, so you are driving poorly uh, because of the aforementioned glue. You've gone off the side <laughs> of the road. I assumed it was Kirstie Alley junk, but go on. <laughs> and now as you're stumbling through the woods away from this taxi, you realize that you're being approached by a whole pack of wolves. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't even know there were wolves in upstate New York, which there actually there aren't. There aren't. There's not, but somehow there is right now. I'm so going to bite your throat out. In the 10 <laughs> seconds before these wolves devour you, sell us on this movie. Kirstie Alley uses her lack of birth control as birth control for John Travolta's affair. Five seconds. Five seconds, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And unfortunately, that was pretty accurate. Yeah. You know what wasn't included in that elevator pitch? Any fucking... Talking dogs. No, this movie. Just what this was supposed had to be a distinct, about. Man. But you know, I didn't miss it when it wasn't on screen. But let's not put the dog before the pony, before the cart. Jay, what the fuck? What did we watch? Let me talk about the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. Walk with us. Look who's talking now. John Travolta and Kirstie Alley are married, and having kids is positively exhausting. Oh, my. Did you just positively? Positively exhausting. Ew, I didn't. Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't catch that. And but I, not so much that they can't squeeze in a little naughty time. Meanwhile, but, uh, dog sex. 
Oh yeah. Oh, and and a Fincher esque inside the dog uterus dog semen shot. That is classic for all of the Look Who's Talking series. Does that make it okay? Oh fuck, the walls crying. (laughs) (laughs) It's because some dude stuck his dick in a light socket. All right, well, John Travolta needs to get a job, but all he has going for him is being an affable white dude with a giant dimple chin. Who couldn't fail up from that? (laughs) Come on. Meanwhile, Kirstie Alley is successful, but gets fired as Travolta gets a job as a private pilot for the CEO of some company, chin dimple aside. Mm -hmm. But this is a movie about talking dogs, or so the fuck we're told. To be honest, it only sometimes is about that. Look Who's Talking Now can't figure out if it wants to pay attention to the CEO who wants to bang the schlub help pilot, or the rough poor guy who wants to fuck the fancy white bitch. I mean, that's, that's the dog plot. Guys, just so we're clear. Yeah, that's yeah. They get a lot of mileage out of the bitch joke in this movie. Yeah, yeah, they do. So I guess here, <laughs> here's the CEO banging the schlub plot. We're told that this successful hot CEO Samantha, thirty and merger champion. Yeah, she's only fucking thirty. Is thirsty as fuck for Travolta. A A A F. I mean, that might have made sense if this was Saturday Night Fever Travolta, right? Or like Pulp Fiction Travolta. But instead, he's schlub fucking dead John Travolta, overacting how excited he is all the time instead of coming off like a fucking pillhead who is just really fucking excited about how their body is singing all over. And they also haven't learned how to shade his hairline back in yet either. (laughs) So it's very, he's not wearing eyeliner. It's just, he's under made up. Kirstie picks up that Samantha is thirsty as fuck because shit isn't subtle at all. Oh, she's jealous. Samantha's buying him a nice suit and got him the uppity poodle and even showed up at a fancy French restaurant she snagged a reservation at while we get plenty of totally real French culture. Kirstie's all pissed, but Travolta is naive and also remember that time Kirstie had an affair with her client? Oh, yeah. We need that, right? That was so necessary. That's so healthy in a relationship. Yep. Yeah, just continuously bring up that one Badger time. that shit for 13 years. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. So Travolta's all like, nah, sh- she's just nice, but that, that asthma, you know? But uh-huh. then Samantha makes him fly all over the world in December, right? So will he make it home for Christmas? Oh, no. Won't he make it home for Christmas? Oh, no. Does anyone fucking care? Because we sure as shit don't. Nope. Nope. I came to see some fucking talking dogs. Uh, yeah, right, right. We haven't even got to that yet. So... Turns out Samantha, shockingly, planned to trap him in a cabin in upstate New York with a fake meeting fax to seduce Travolta for sex because she has very fucking low expectations. I'm kind of sad for her. If we gender swapped this, though, that would have been a horror film. Isn't that just misery? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, basically. Kind of, yeah. So as he's about to miss Christmas, Kirsty packs up the kids in their taxi and then the dogs and heads to the cabin for a surprise. John, the golden retriever of human beings, Travolta, figures out that Samantha unplugged the fax line and leaves, finding his wife and kids who had gotten in a car accident and almost died by freezing in a fucking blizzard or being murdered by wolves. Why didn't they leave Just the car on? Just in time on? for Christmas. I don't fucking know. The back know. of the car got hit. The front, the engine was fine. It's like she wanted to kill those kids. And while I'm rooting for her, like, don't die with them, though, honey. Okay, yeah. but the back of the car yeah. didn't even get hit. It doesn't hit the fucking tree. It, like, bounces away from it. Yeah, they're just stuck. But isn't Look Who's Talking Now supposed to be about dogs? Supposed to be? Yeah, okay, so let's talk about that plot. See, Danny DeVito voices a mutt named Rox who grows up on the streets and is rough. Frank And Reynolds. into trash and sex. <laughs> and, yeah, basically fucking Frank Reynolds, Dave, exactly. But as a dog. But as a dog, sort of. 
I guess so just a hairier Frank Reynolds. He hasn't gotten into drugs <laughs> yet, but he will. So he's about to be put down, but then he's rescued by Travolta and the boy kid. And they take him home to surprise Kirsty and the girl kid at the same time. Samantha brings the present that is her uppity female poodle, played by Diane Keaton. Yay, there's two of them. There's two of them. Look who's talking now. Look who's... Oh, Juice, you just keep dropping that. <laughs> Look who's talking two of them. So a rivalry occurs, right? Because the dogs hate each other. He's from the streets. She's a classy bitch. What? She's a dog. Hey, not your word. I just did it. Just a small town <laughs> So they can't get along. He's wild. She doesn't listen. She's cultured and disciplined. He chews shoes and pees on the floor, which honestly is kind of my dream. Yeah. She gets brushed and is disgusted by him so much that she chews up one of Kirstie Alley's shoes to frame rocks. It's yeah. a smart bitch. But then... Not your word. Not your word, Dave. <laughs> but then she's got to pee, and Kirsty's having a cheating and then odd sex dream. So Rox takes her first greed state. Really quick. There Wait. is a dream, and we'll talk about it later, but in Look Who's Talking, you can meet someone in a dream and have a lucid dream with your partner across the world. It gets real mystic shit. Mystic as fuck. So the dogs go out. They eat Chinese trash. They roam New York. They play in the mud. What a fucking blue-collar date. And finally, they arrive back at home. Kirsty finds the shoes, and Daphne feels bad as Rox gets threatened to be sent back to the incinerator. Tough fucking reality, kids. You don't want your dog? Your parents will definitely have it burned. Destroyed is actually the correct term they used. Yeah, yeah. This so, one's set to be destroyed. She's going to cremate it, but we don't have time to kill it first. <laughs> it's fine. That's well, awful. here's the thing, though. Daphne trains Rox, and Kirsty feels bad, so she takes him with him to find Travolta. When Kirsty <laughs> gets them in an accident, Rox beats up a wolf, and by that, he mean, I mean that he has a really cute play date with a husky. It's fucking cute. It was it adorable. Cute. They were right. so yeah. much fun. We get some slow-mo and some fucking dramatic music, <laughs> yeah. but shit is adorable. They really want to make you feel bad about this, but it could have ended up on YouTube from the Dodo for I'm, all I know. I'm saying, right? We redubbed some music over that. You'd never know. So he finds Travolta, beats down an entire pack of fucking husky wolves, which is also probably cute, but they don't fucking show us. No, that would be, they already expended their playdate budget. All right, I gotcha. So. All right. Well, instead, they pretend that Rox got murdered when Travolta stumbles into the ranger station where the family has been staying after being rescued. But then Rox shows up and everyone has a merry fucking Christmas except us because we watched this fucking movie. KC? You make this movie sound like it's all bad. We it did is. have one good character. Who, Casey? Who would you say the was sexy good? Boss. Boss. Samantha. Yeah. Yeah. Samantha. She had it going on. I mean, she's the only intelligent character. All right, all right. Sell me on it, Juice. What do you mean by the only intelligent character? Well, look it. She is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company uh -huh. by the time she's 30. That's true. And she's merging with another giant company. She's doing all of this business. She gives Tra John Travolta a really nice job. Wait, wait, wait. Just, just hook it up, John Travolta. Like, just don't throw out jobs to dudes. That's, that's fucking... What? Well, she knows what she wants. She's looking for a specific type of man, a family man, a man who can be A steady. man who already has a family. <laughs> Semantics. She's not going to that's ruin her banging ass body means. with a baby. Look that's how not... fucking hot she is. But that's not semantics juice. That's just how that works. Hey, no, no, it's a family man. Yeah. You're the one who said gender swap this and it's fucking misery. <laughs> 
right? No, it's misery the Which, way it is. Gender swap, <laughs> it's a horror movie. <laughs> okay. I was so... rooting for Kathy Bates. Get your man, girl. <laughs> Get your man. Get over here in Casey's corner. Let her defend Kathy Bates for you. Just because John Travolta and Kirstie Alley have zero chemistry on screen doesn't mean you should be rooting for the home record. Okay, but do you know why that is? Did I you feel see like you're going to tell me. You know what? I'm going to save that for later. Because they ain't fucking. Dave. Dave they can, ain't fucking. Can I be honest with you? I'm with him. I would. I. I ship. I ship Samantha and Travolta. I wanted it to work out I only think, because I like Samantha and not Travolta. Percy Alley cried like eleven times. Yeah, that's too much. I ship meteorites striking upstate New York and killing all of them. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. For. There was one more redeeming character, and it was the mom. Kirstie oh, Alley's yeah, mom, mom was yeah. badass. Okay. She when Kirstie Alley tells her in the fancy restaurant, like, I think John Travolta is having an affair with that banging ass, amazing woman that has everything going for her. Her mom's like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. probably. <laughs> and Kirstie Alley goes, I can't take this anymore. And she goes, good girl, darling, make a scene here. Throw this in her face. <laughs> I love that. Handing her some water. I that is useful. I love that energy. Yeah. I also it's just really, water. I really love the story that she gave when she was first trying to call him. At this the cabin that you know apparently just had the phone lines taken down, and she's like freaking out that she's you know he's cheating on her, and her mom tells this story about how her dad or her mom's husband was in the army. That's who dads are usually. <laughs> usually, -uh. all right, that's fair. And was in the army, and you know strapped on an island with these thirteen USO girls. You know, of course USO girls are hot because this is the fifties. No one was fat yet. Nope. Everyone was hot. Still just fucked up in I've the seen face, but hot. Of people from the fifties. But this the story was pointless. I mean, I don't know. It didn't even make Christielli feel any better, which well, makes sense. I mean, it wasn't pointless. She was trying to point out that there was an analogous scenario where her dad could have been, you know, all putting his willy in all these broads, and he didn't because he was an upstanding gentleman. Also, there's an analogous scenario of her dad might be gay as fuck, just like John Travolta <laughs> is. Fair. What? Wait, I don't think John yeah. Travolta. Oh, yeah, no, hundred and ten percent. Wait, <laughs> yeah, what? What do you 100 mean? G-A-A-A-A-A-A-F. I don't get it. How do you get there? He's married and he's and like, he's banging out right. Kirstie Alley at least a couple in times. In real life, and he can't act, and it just bleeds through. The fact that constantly. he's a bad actor, I don't think is <laughs> No, he proof. cannot be physically he cannot pretend to be physically attracted to a woman. All right. You've all never right. bought it. Sell me on it. That's it. There's nothing to sell. Google it. Look, if you want to say you can't. I'm not here to just spoon feed you guys everything. No, I will. I will admit that Pulp Fiction was a fluke and the man's entire career really needs to be reevaluated. Because he did more dancing than talking. As long as he doesn't talk. It's better. But he danced in that weird fucking dream sequence in this, and it's oh my god, he danced. Oh my god, it went on for so long. They were really running out of shit to do, and this is what would happen is if we nominated everybody on Dancing with the Stars to go into like award-winning films for context. Good dancer during the movie while Kirstie Alley's worrying that Travolta's having an affair. She has a dream about him having an affair with his boss. At the same time, he's having a dream about her meeting up with the guy no, she had an affair with. And then like dressed as fucking ago. Santa Claus yeah. because she was working yeah, but, as a fucking elf. But then Kirstie Alley walks into Travolta's dream and they have a conversation and then dance in his dream. 
which is the more salient point that they can apparently communicate via dreams. Yeah. What kind of magic unit is this in the Marvel or the DC I universe? I swear to God, because no. you can. I have read a science Wait, fiction or fantasy series that I know this was a thing in, and I've been trying to remember for like. They hold shit on, out talking hold babies. Hold on. And attract talking dogs. Like, did they? Didn't they do that somewhere in the Wheel of Time that they could talk to people in dreams? Yes, yes, but you, th- That's this movie, lazy. the central fucking premise of this movie is anthropomorphic dogs that speak <laughs> and have human-like <laughs> attitudes and understandings so of society. Magic. Israel. No, no, no. And you're fucking going, wait a second. Hold on over here. I was all in on this. This is totally believable. Right, yeah. And then you said you could fucking do shit in your dreams? Okay, you know what? Unbelievable. You attribute unique voices and personalities to both of your dogs. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> you don't pretend that you can communicate with people via your dreams. Wait till you go to sleep tonight, Dave. God damn it. <laughs> you stay out of there. Oh, yeah. Other than trying to convince us that John Travolta is not gay, why were they trying to sell us that he is somehow attractive this whole... What the fuck was going on in the 80s and 90s? Because the first look who's talking was 89. John Travolta... Newsflash is not attractive. Yeah, I'm not into it. I I assume he was just still riding out the energy off Saturday Night Fever. In Greece? Yeah, that must have been it. I think he had a a real hard turn. They just grew up being told that they wanted to fuck him, and they just never questioned that. Okay. I mean, he he is a perfect greaser from the 50s, and so, you know, that generation when they were still viably, you know, having genitalia that worked... That did something for them. They do now because they get boner pills. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Right. And if you think about who this movie was for, if this came out in 1993, that means it was roughly targeted at the children of the women who grew up watching Grease. Is that who this movie's for? I guess. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense I, to me. I think. Because I'm pretty sure this movie is just a fucking cash grab. Okay. Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. Those kids don't have money, so I'm thinking it's, hey, mom, take me to see another John Travolta film. It's a bomb <laughs> of a cash grab, though, because this movie didn't even fucking break even. No. What was the budget? Uh, $22 million, and it made about half that. Ooh. Worldwide. E- Cumulatively. <laughs> I mean, the yeah. first one was stupidly successful. It was like $7.5 million I, to uh, fucking shoot, and it made almost $300 fucking million dollars worldwide. It shouldn't have. No. I, I know, it right? It shouldn't have. None of these should. <laughs> Any movie that starts out with talking cum, talking, I don't talk cum. Talking no, dog but cum. all all of the movies start out with talking cum. Yeah, that's but a this good point. the special yeah. the the whipped cream on top of the cum <laughs> Sunday was this time it was dog cum. So so some of them are barking, some of them are making snarky. Oh, yeah, that was so hey, there's another one over here. That was the first thing I wrote down in this movie. Dog semen barks en route to the egg. <laughs> <laughs> that Tell was me. the very first note I took the on Dave, this how fucking many, movie. How many more notes did you take after that? Not many. I got real angry, and they started going off base pretty quickly. Yeah, Dave was angry tweeting over here. <laughs> I'm real glad I don't have the Twitter app installed anymore. Oh, the Twitter app, huh? Well. <laughs> the Twitter app? Would you have you to get, get your grandson good... Jason to reinstall <laughs> that for you? Did you learn a good recipe for cheese curds on the Twitter app? All right, you what do you got over there? You will see an Instagram. So wait, did she cheat on him while they were together? Okay, I wasn't clear if the affair was yeah. that Kirstie Alley had an affair with a client who was married or if it was their marriage that she had an affair with. Maybe if we had watched the other two movies, we would know. 
Is it? Oh, shit. Is that, that how she locked no, him down I, from leaving was look who's talking? Look who's talking. He's dumb just like you. He's definitely your kid because the guy <laughs> I was fucking had like a master's. He talks good. Yeah, it was really unclear whether he was just casually bringing up the time she cheated on him. Right. Or just like needlessly But he's so dumb her. there was no anger behind it. <laughs> no, no. John Travolta plays a fucking yeah, a golden retriever, retriever of a yeah. human being. John Travolta is the talking dog in this movie. <laughs> not, <laughs> he really hot, hot take. Oh, there it yeah. is. All he wants to do is nut the whole <laughs> movie. He's just trying to bang Kirstie Alley and his kids are getting in the way of it. That's why he's he got not him. gay. That's he's not gay. And that's all he's like, I got to prove it. I got to <laughs> get over God here. So he wants to get the kids dogs. So then they'll play with the dogs and leave him to try to figure out where to put tab A into slot B. Wow. That's a whole. <laughs> I was going to say, is slot B the butthole? Yeah. Not slot V. Ew, it's stinky. <laughs> Stinky, stinky, stinky. <laughs> hefty, hefty, hefty. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you just knew where I was going? <laughs> you guys are bad people. I, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no further questions, Your Honor. I have more questions. I don't. Shoot. Objection. Why weren't there more dogs in this movie? I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't this supposed what? to be talking dogs? Wait, I could yeah. have just like, dealt with non-talking dogs, to be honest. Because all I could hear was Frank Reynolds in a trash can. <laughs> or yelling about rum ham. Oh, and then all I think about is Frank Reynolds sliding out of a leather couch naked at a place he retired from. Yeah. Right into your DMs. This is definitely yes. po post-fucking-it's-always-sunny- Danny DeVito has changed the way I see Danny DeVito yeah. and older stuff. And that man is fucking accomplished. He's so. a great actor. He but really it's is. Just, it's <laughs> overruled his entire yeah, career. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Twins with Schwarzenegger? Absolutely. I was thinking about that. Oh, uh, no. To right? Now. Dave, you brought up a really good point earlier. You said this whole movie was shot like a trailer, Jesus. and that realization yeah. hit me yeah. in the face. Or like a commercial, like a Campbell Soup commercial where the kid melts into a kid instead yeah. of a snowman. Either it's cut either like a, a trailer yeah. or like you remember when they would make a, a Transformer straight to a VHS movie. Yes. But they would just take a whole season of the show and cut out like 90 minutes worth and slap it together. And okay. then give you like three minutes of new footage. It was that same vibe throughout this whole movie. Just smash cuts and every line just feels like it was written for a trailer and not a fucking movie. You could almost have a laugh track and or an announcer guy explaining. A Never. laugh track would have helped, but I it felt like this Christmas, Christie Alley is getting fucking dumped. Da -da 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 and John Travolta is going mile high. Watch what? two people leave their kids with dogs as babysitters <laughs> while they try to figure their own shit out. And never mind that nobody gave the script a second pass after they picked any of their sets because they left in the line about, well, we can't have a dog in this tiny apartment. It, they have a fucking sitting room with two sets of French doors on it. What are yes. you talking about? They like did never shot a scene in the same room. You have there like was a three thousand square foot apartment. It was bigger, New York. Yeah, it was bigger than the friend's apartment. It was like the oh, size yeah. of Joey it's and bigger than everyone in this room's homes put together. 
It was a big ass apartment. It's huge. The double French doors were a nice touch, though. I mean, they look great, but don't call that shit tiny. That's they have just a, insulting. They had a Scooby Doo hall that they kept Scooby Doo hall scening. That was the first. Yeah, we got two separate Scooby Doo hall first scene of like neither of them oh, were necessary. Kids are exhausting. We're chasing around. We're doing this. We're tripping over toys. Oh, yeah. But they had to have a fucking check off Tonka truck. Oh, yeah, when the naked baby goes running by and fucking, what, kicks the truck out of the way and the yep. mom goes chasing after it. And psh- Who's going to step on it? Oh, my gosh, it's going to be such a surprise. I hope it's the kid. No, it wasn't. Oh, yeah, was by the way, they also have, like, a walkout balcony at their tiny apartment, yep. too. Which the kid completely fucked up. So shoot the kid over here watching Peter Pan, and she's like, I gotta, I can fly. I'll think happy thoughts. I'll think about daddy. Yeah, think about dad who's never around anymore. That's happy. So she climbs on top of the bookshelf, which well on her, but she did it all wrong. You're supposed to go to the balcony. You got to use it. Peter Pan knows if you believe or not. And if Mm -hmm. you believe, you use the balcony. (laughs) Use the balcony. My God, that's why she was going to eat shit on that oak floor in that tiny apartment. But... (laughs) Kirstie Alley ended up saving her kid or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. That's why it didn't work because she didn't use the fucking balcony. Listen, that kid, though, of both kids was the best kid. She was unhealthily mm. obsessed with Charles Barkley. That was Just weird. kept watching a tape of him over and over again and then fantasized about beating him in a dribble off and then like by flying, jumping Fly over flying. him, yeah. flying, shooting the ball between her legs and letting him just be like, God damn bravo, you tiny little bitch. Yeah. So in <laughs> What would Charles Barkley do, Dave? Good question. 1993, Charles Barkley appeared in a talking dog movie. Uh-huh. It wasn't much talking dog. For a one-on-one against a toddler uh-huh. who dunks on him. Uh-huh. Yeah, but what year was Space Jam? 94. They ripped this movie off. I want Michael Jordan drawn and quartered. Charles Barkley, I feel like, was the jumping off movement of this movie, of making this movie, of like, okay, we have Charles Barkley, and we'll just kind of wing it from there. How are we going to fit? I mean, he agreed to five minutes. He's only going to appear as himself. Let's work backwards here. I got it. The toddler's obsessed with him. Yes, she has a Charles Barkley doll. Yeah, and it's like fucking two feet long. It looks hand-painted. It's, it's fucking great. I <laughs> kind of want one. It's like a Slenderman doll that's been repainted. Yeah. Like if Slenderman was like going to go to a basketball tournament. And has a Charles Barkley jersey and is totally Charles Barkley, I want one. Did yeah, they sell Charles Barkley dolls or did they make one that specifically for this movie? That looks homemade. So Kirstie Alley stitched a Charles Barkley doll for her daughter. You're buying a Charles Barkley doll right now on the internet. No, Judge me. Honestly, it was John Travolta that stitched it because up until that point, John Travolta was unemployed and Christielli was the breadwinner, remember? Oh, and it was like okay. a penis voodoo doll where he would stick him with his prick in certain places and like, man. Yeah, and then Charles when Barkley. And then when he got a job, he realized, well, I probably shouldn't be doing this anymore. <laughs> I have a new hot boss bitch that wants to fuck me. I'm just going to turn this into a Charles Barkley doll <laughs> for my daughter. Then, you know, kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> so <laughs> he makes a penis voodoo doll <laughs> of Charles Barkley. And then when he's done with it, he just gives it to his daughter. Is yeah, that the she's pitch? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> like when you have kids, here, sweetie, there are times. <laughs> <laughs> there are times when you're a parent that you will literally do anything to shut your fucking kid up. So yes, I do believe John Travolta would do that. <laughs> 
Is so okay. So he's just banking that so that when she gets older and is running her mouth, he can. Yeah, well, you know what? You've been cuddling with my fuck doll for ten years. <laughs> That's fucked up. Look who's talking now. Now, no, no, it's my jizz. Look, look who's man. not talking now. That is some dark shit. Look who's calling your therapist. Oh. This was a really cum-centered fucking movie. We're not. Making it up, there's a whole scene of it. Everybody's just trying to bang constantly. <laughs> well, I mean, it is the reason for life. Okay, yeah, but this is a fucking PG movie, and most of it is centered around sex, and there's a ton they of- say bitch and shit and pendejo, and like, they're just, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, PG is fucking thug as shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Partially yeah. gangster. Partially That's gangster. what PG is Right, because for. that scares, you know- the normies. Dear Suburbia, gangsters are coming <laughs> for you. normies. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, normies. You know, people that don't. Wear your plaid. People that think the earth is spherical. Fucking spherical. <laughs> John Travolta trying to pretend to be a dad is a real boner killer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like, did you have a boner for yeah, John Travolta's face? No, yeah. no. Okay. I had like a, I like, cross my legs wrong and like hey is that no mm. no but it definitely went away faster when i saw him pick a kid up <laughs> all right you know what i mean i guess it's yeah not I... attractive if you're trying to sell him as a sex object don't have him in the scenes with the kids i, th I think they were trying to make him feel really dad like was it was it these children specifically or just any children any children these ones in particular were ugly <laughs> they were problematic i'm gonna say it they were not attractive kids. It's that kid from Seventh Heaven and Richie Rich's Christmas Wish, which Dave oh, it brought. Was that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah that motherfucker. Oh. Flashbacks. Something Gallagher, Noel Gallagher, David Na Navigator Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> that one. David That's Navigator <laughs> Gallagher. You can change that to your name now. Thank you. Your name. Your, your name. name. What's your name? <laughs> Navigator. What's your name? I think it's an inhuman amount of alcohol that Christy Alley can put down and still show up to set because she looked <laughs> fucking half blasted <laughs> this whole time and drunk drove her kids in a snowstorm oh into a tree. But none of the drinking is in the movie. No. no. It's all in Casey. It's all it's done just, offset. It's just heavily implied in her acting. <laughs> Heavily implied. And no, and in the character's actions. Like, in all honesty. She's emotionally unstable. Flips her lid for fucking no reason. And she's good at talking to children. And <laughs> literally, she, what, what was it when after the car crash, she goes, Oh, look at this. Isn't that funny? Wasn't that fun? <laughs> Wasn't that fun? She's like, trying to keep it together for the kids. No, mom. No, she you just crashed the fucking car, mom. Her fucking oldest son was like, no, that wasn't fun, mom. You're drunk again. <laughs> Inner fucking vention. I say this because I love you, not because I want to hurt you. But you know what hurts me? That hmm. I don't know the answer to one simple question. Juice, look who's talking now. Would you watch it again? Uh, look who's not talking. Are not we? Me. Are we not talking anymore? We're not talking anymore. We're not Casey. friends. We're not friends. You just <gasps> shat on our friendship with this movie. Yeah. It wasn't funny. Nope. No one would call it funny. Nope. There well, was there was that one guy on IMDb that did. Fuck him. Fuck you him. You get to see what the dogs think. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> don't you know? So I don't feel. I feel violated, actually. 
in all honesty, this movie was not something that I needed to see. The only good scene was John Travolta dancing. That was fun. And then when I thought John Travolta was going to die, those were my two favorite scenes. The only good scene John Travolta's in in any movie is when he's dancing and not talking. Exactly. Other than that, the rest of the movie was a fucking bust. There's no way in hell I'm going to sit down and watch this movie again. Jay, how about you? Look who is going to watch this movie again, question mark? Casey. Face off. Travolta. Oh, no. Okay, okay. I was wrong. When the only good acting from John Travolta is when he's trying to pretend he's Nicholas Cage, that doesn't help your point. That's the only time I can perceive him as not starving for the D. You're welcome. Thank you. I guess he can act a little. No, he can impersonate. Is that acting? Yeah. Are we splitting hairs? I think at at that point... You can do one or the other, but Jay, I need an answer. I do. I I am I am not willing to admit out loud that I have. All right, fuck it. I have watched this movie more than once. This is not the first time I've Jay. watched this. Mm-hmm. Congratulations! I oh. have seen all of the Look Who's Talking movies mm-hmm. at least once. So um, I have unfortunately watched this multiple times. I kind of remembered parts of it, but it's fucking terrible. It's way worse than when I was a kid. No, I will not watch this movie again. Okay. It's fucking shit, man. I see why it fucking bombed, and I might be convinced to watch the earlier movies, but definitely not this one. Dave, would you watch it again? No, absolutely not. No. <laughs> no question. I did not know until last week that there were three movies in this fucking series. Four. No, I, no the fourth was never made. It was going to be a spinoff, though, with uh, either adult one of the adult kids. I don't want any of this. <laughs> I, David Navigator Gallagher does acid, and the walls weep. <laughs> so much of this movie is just everything I hate about film and TV in the 90s. It's formulaic. It's boring. It Every character is just a... A tired cliche stereotype that says exactly what their character would say because the writers did not give a shit. <laughs> I was bored as shit throughout this movie, and the only time I wasn't is when I was angry. You were super angry. angry. The only so no, I'm I, not gonna watch it again. I Casey, did enjoy watching the progression of anger that then moved to complacency. Yeah, and then you Just actually like, started to be able to mock the movie. Giving yeah. up. My my favorite is when you gave up. <laughs> It was encapsulated by when a character on screen asked if you'd like some scotch, and I left the room to go get scotch. That did happen. They said, yes, I will. (laughs) Thank you. So, Casey, this was your film. Look who's talking now with Danny Dog Vito. Are you going to watch it again? Wow. I'm going to say no. They demonized the best character in the film. Yeah. The hot boss. She was hot. She was rich. She was thoughtful. She's constantly taking care of her employees, giving good suggestions. He says, hey, we think about getting a dog. She's like, here's this like $8,000 poodle. It's hideous. (laughs) She takes John Travolta all over the world, attempts to culture him, which did a lot better than drunk-ass Christy Alley. That's her name. And she has great fake boobs. Were they fake? Yeah, because there was a joke in the dance scene in the dream. I don't think they were. They made her disappear. Yeah. No, they were definitely fake. Okay. Those were fake boobs. And good on her. Great. Good well on her. They looked fucking fantastic. Yeah, why do you have to like point that out? I wouldn't have kicked Christy her out of for eating crackers. Right. Calm the fuck down. But I would have if she had a talking dog. 
and it was Danny DeVito in your bed. And no, he's like, just no, kidding. No. I'm in your couch. <laughs> no, I would not watch this movie. It was not enough talking talk. Not that I really wanted that, but it was just too fucking. We were 45 minutes in. I was like, no way there's 45 more minutes of this left. Yes, no. Way. Yahweh. Yahweh. Oh, I cried for Yahweh. So, no, I wouldn't watch this again, Juice. All right, guys, the verdict is in. None of us are going to sit down and watch this movie again. It was quite awful. Uh, I would love to say go ahead and watch it. So if you liked this podcast, do not sit down and watch this movie again. It's However, kind. if you didn't enjoy this podcast, please feel free to watch this movie. You deserve it, you bitch. You'll probably truly enjoy it. Like Just that one guy on fucking IMDb. The dogs say what they're thinking. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jay, next week, you're bringing us back to more talking animals. What are you doing for us? All right, we're going to go back to 1988 and grab two of my favorite fucking actors. The first is Bobcat Goldwaith, Mm -hmm. and the second is John fucking Candy. And we're going to watch Hot to trot with a talking horse. So I'm really glad you decided to introduce that because I had it hot to trot with Andrew Dice Clay. I knew it was one of those trash <laughs> Okay, Bobcat is one Bobcat. of my fucking okay. favorites, man. Who he was the best part of that shitty not Bill and Ted movie when he was sock hand guy. <laughs> He's the only There's, part I like. Which uh, one voices the horse? Bobcat. Uh, Bobcat mm. is the main no. character. Then it, John Candy? I oh don't God, see. Yeah, it's John worse. Candy. Yeah. John Candy worse. is the voice. Yeah, John Candy oh, is the voice. Bobcat is the main actor. I don't want on it. No. Switch <laughs> that. This is going to be fun. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming out and listening to us today. Like, so much. Like, like oh my like, God. Like, I if I ever saw you out on this, like, empty plane in the snow. Yeah, you're already I looking totally thinner. I eat your throat out. Uh, like, if I was at Starbucks and you were getting totally a pumpkin spice latte. I would splash I, it in I your face like, and be like, relatable, right? <laughs> oh Big mood. The biggest mood. And if you like this show as much as we like you, share it with someone else who's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> share it with somebody. Sure we're, not gonna, we're not going to give you homework. That one, make someone fucking listen to it. That one friend you just thought about him. Yeah. Or her. Them. They. Are. Gonna. Listen. And. Come. Hard. All over. John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> But please, if you like this, please share it. That would be absolutely huge for us. Check out the Facebook at sh.ttycinema, which I fucked that up last week. Sorry, guys. And Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, and that's PPL. And let's turn out the lights, pack the kids in the car, drunk drive out to the woods, and watch Daddy fuck his boss. (laughs) 